Hey sis, welcome back to Black Girl SOS. It is your girl Snobby, and today we are talking black women and running. I have two of my personal faves here with me today. Ladies, introduce yourself, and now you go first. Hi, my name is Anel Martinez, known as Spicy Namaste on Instagram. <laughs> I am known to run with Boogie Down Bronx Runners. I'm 44 years old, and I've been running for just about a little over three years. Vexi, um, are you frozen? Yeah, she's definitely is frozen. Yeah, yeah. All right. Wonderful internet, right on cue. <laughs> she, she, she's stuck. At least she's stuck in the. Yeah, exactly. The fact that you're stuck in airport <laughs> is probably the best shit going right now. <laughs> Try to but, log out and log back in while Vexi is doing her intro. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I am Danielle McNeely. I run with Black Roses NYC. I haven't said that full name in God knows how long because I don't say it. Um, I'm 34 years old from Brooklyn. And yeah, that's we're gonna, it. We're going to wait for <laughs> Anel computers to get the puting. Yeah, <laughs> otherwise known as Vexy Spice on IG. I like that we're both spicy. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, yo. I know how to coordinate my, my groups. <laughs> I missed that last part. Tell me that I heard spicy. <laughs> yeah, my I, my handle is Vexy Spice on Instagram. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, yes. So we are going to talk about, so as I was telling you ladies, I really wanted to talk about just the different aspects of being a Black woman that is a runner, especially a distance runner, because it's the sport where, at least in our country, we are least represented. However, in light of this internet campaign that many of our run comrades have started with Running World, with, you know, put me on the cover because I kind of want to jump right into representation. So, have you both seen said campaign? Yep. Do, do you both have an opinion on said campaign? Yep. Feel free to start, Lexi. I'm, I'm just um, very interested on everyone's opinion before I, you know, go and get on my soapbox about mine. <laughs> well, for starters, I find it like if I jump around, I apologize or not, whatever. No, don't. Um, <laughs> for starters, when people started dragging Runner's World to make a comment on a mod, I was just like, if the white people don't notice, clearly they don't give a fuck. So why are you begging them? for recognition and then go on top of that to ask them to put you on the cover you want to know how you're doing the most <laughs> either way um so that being said whatever we know it's mad white i don't know why they make it so convoluted to cancel your subscription i gotta call them to do it and i'm tired now if i was pressed for like 25 dollars a year it'd be a different situation but whatever so they got all these little saltines on the cover and everybody has been i'm gonna get dragged for these comments i don't even care um they people have been posting their whatever images put me on the cover put me on the cover most notably i think it started with allison put her on the cover okay um yes she runs yes she does whatever but to be quite honest i don't really think of her in terms of performance and that's kind of like 
when I see people on covers like that, I really associate it with performance, not even going to hold you. And that's, that's the fair. athlete that I am. That's fair. Um, so that being said, what started all of that shit and all these covers is notably Richard from It's a Run Crew in Philly. He was just like, if you want to put somebody in the cover, put Danny, my homegirl, because she's someone who needs to be on there. And then that started a whole influx of people tagging me like, nah, this chick is it, but y'all don't want that smoke because she's not with the shits. So that's that. But honestly, I'm just like, yo, come off this. Runner's World ain't even that great for you to even really be on the cover like that. Like, occasionally they that might part. have, a, they might have a decent article. Like, really, I'll tell you what I read Runner's World for. Maybe the bra reviews. I don't really care about the kick reviews because loyal to the swoosh, not gonna hold you. Um, and the tech reviews that that that's where i'm at i'm not reading no book because half the time yeah i'm all about technicalities but if i don't look good while i'm running i don't really care so obviously i'm still going to revert back to my community so (laughs) that part that's where i'm at in runner's world and then they had changed the actual size of the magazine. Like it was like an eight and a half by eleven, and I was some awkward ass size. So I'm just like, I, I couldn't even tell you. I did when I tell you, I discontinued. I know it's a, I know it's a silly ago. ass thing to like gripe about, but I was like, it's really not. It's really not. It's really not. Only because <laughs> I was like on my editorial staff in high school. That shit matters. It goes into the cost. So if the cost of the magazine has not gone down, but the size has, it is completely relevant. It's not that it gone. It's not that it went <laughs> like down. It just relevant. it just made it an awkward size. I was like, this this used to stack up so cute. Like, <laughs> what is this? Wow. Now, to be honest, the only two runners world magazine that I keep is the one with resident runners and the one with knocks on it. Everything else, la basura. I don't <laughs> care. It's the garbage. I'm not keeping it. So, I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't, I ain't even got those. And I, and I fuck with all them the long way. So, so yeah. I'll be honest. I don't even read Runner's Worlds. I don't care for Runner's Worlds. <laughs> like, I get information from my peers that I run with in the street. And I sometimes, if I hang out with someone and they have it in their house, I'll look through it. But I look at the front cover and I'm like, it's just a model. Like, I'm not not a names person. I'm like, whatever. Um, I have no interest. <laughs> Yo, the no interest. Maybe is the it's best because I have. Heard. Maybe it's I'm novice, but and I know nah. people read it. Like people nah. no, no. read it. So read I, it. I, I, I purposely ha- I purposely picked a newer runner and a veteran mm-hmm. runner. So I so have we, no interest. So we can cover the spectrum yeah. so that people aren't like. Because I've been running my entire life. I knew I was absolutely having Vexi on. She's been running her entire life. It kind of would not have given the other end of the spectrum to have two people that have always run. Talking to motherfuckers about running because our opinions are going to differ. We just kind of had different experiences and we both have run competitively Mm -hmm. at various points. I know all of them. But the thing is, I'm just saying, like, I just wanted to make sure we had a full motherfucking scope and the consensus is (laughs) fuck runners world. So that's been my motherfucking opinion. I I know Betsy wanted to chime in, but I'm in more along the conspiracy of algorithms. And I'm like, oh, they're going to put one of us on the cover and just sell it in the Bronx, in Philly, in D.C. 
You and know? then when you go to Arizona, if I tell my cousins, did you see me on the cover? They're going to be like, what? What are you talking but about? But you know what? That's not even a bad idea because if Runner's World was smart, they would definitely have... You remember how Double XL used to have like I was about to say regional. It would be yeah, regional. People mm. on the covers it, it and would be put regional. all of them out. Yep. You'd be you'd be doing yourself a service. A lot of big but magazines. No, you're do dumb. That. You don't do that. So, <laughs> so I mean, y'all follow me on Snobby Fit. So I mean, for the most part, people that follow me there know my perspective on it is fuck Runners World. It's been fuck Runners World. I have not had a Runners World subscription since. I couldn't even fucking tell you. I probably, I probably still live in Brooklyn at this time. So that was hella long ago. Easily like four to five years ago. That shit is trash. I don't fuck with the bra reviews because it's a bunch of, you know, bitches that ain't got no titties to move. You know, I got real shit going on up here. It's not, it's not, it's not the energy that, that I'm fucking with per se. I, I don't, I don't even read it for a tech because I'm kind of a, not kind of, I'm absolutely a tech geek. So I read like popular science and just other like, you know, online shape that I used to stalk out new watches and stuff like that. But honestly, I stopped fucking with Runner's World because I just felt like their magazine was trash. I just didn't feel like it was good. It wasn't even, this is like even before I was on some, yo, everybody on this shit is white. I was just like, yo, this shit is not even quality. Like it's the same article rewritten eight different times. How to start, how to run a marathon, how to do this, how to do that. And it's never anything like, you want to know what makes it more like the thing is that it doesn't appeal to us because we're in urban environments and they never Mm -hmm. talk about urban environments it's always mm -hmm. it's always i'm running always running on some scenic trail and (laughs) i am on sidewalks avoiding white people on the upper east side (laughs) trying to not to trip over your fucking shit suit that's what i'm doing that's what I'm That's doing. Or dudes, or dudes running and they're like, yeah, boo, you're going to get rid of that weight. Like, because they can't oh, no, no, no. calling you while oh, you're no, running. No, no. I get time. the, sis, why are you running? You already skinny. Like. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not running for your benefit. Like, I'm not running so that I can appeal to you. But yeah, that's a mad good point. They really don't ever talk about like our urban environment. So again, it's a magazine that has never catered to us. And I feel like right now, of all fucking times, like black people got to stop begging white people to fucking accept them. Like someone was writing like, oh, um, you know, we have to call them out. I was like, why? They know what they're doing. This is not an accident. This is a whole magazine dedicated to a sport that black people dominate in every Mm -hmm. distance globally we are purposely left out of it it is the narrative that they choose to curate i don't need to tell them that they know that they come to work every day they do the layout they write the words they edit the words they print the words they ship the words they know what the fuck they're doing runner's world didn't start two days ago it's a well-known publication that's been around a very long time they have curated this narrative why the fuck do people feel like they need to beg and plead to be fucking acknowledged by some people that clearly don't want to fuck with you? Like, do you beg and plead motherfuckers you trying to date to fuck with you? No, keep that same energy and all fucking aspects of your life. Like, I'm not begging you to be my ally. I'm not begging you to see me. Bitch, I'm visible. In high definition. Mm-hmm. Mad vibrant color. You didn't mm-hmm. miss me. You did not see the fucking Kenyan sweep. You did not not see the fucking USA team sweep. Like you've seen us kill this shit 
time and time and time and time again. You did not see us. You chose to omit us. You chose to make this your narrative. So I don't understand why people who are, you know, leaders, um, self-proclaimed some, some actually leaders in the community feeling the need to like beg. I don't know. That's why, that's why, well, you know me. I've been I've been shady as hell on Twitter and Instagram. Shady. You are consistently shady. <laughs> I'm have to I ain't talking you. nobody, but I know today. <laughs> That's our request. As soon as we get off this call, she is yeah. always shady. Like I don't need, I don't need, like I'm shady to the point where I don't even gotta at people for you to know who I'm talking about. Like that's how direct <laughs> the thing is. She's a hot mess. But y'all brought up a good point that will help me pivot into the other thing I want to talk about, which is safety. Um excuse me, you know, we always say that it's important for women of color to get active because in overwhelming numbers, we aren't. And as a result, we have like a lot of health issues moving down the line. But a lot of women, especially just women that I have reached out to, women that I've gotten to like start running, they have kind of fallen off with running because motherfuckers don't feel safe. Like people can't call on you. Like I've been followed. I, I know other women that have been followed. I, I don't run without a weapon. Like I don't even feel safe running without a weapon. I keep a knife on me. Like, you see me with my pouch on, there's a knife on me. If you don't see my pouch, it means I have zippers on my person and the <laughs> knife is there. But the knife is always, <laughs> like, I'm not running, even in the morning time, like, you know, bright daylight, I don't feel. That don't mean nothing. I don't, exactly my point, like, no, I don't feel you comfortable. You think Raven's like, ooh, it's 5.45 in the morning. Can't do it. Nope. <laughs> so that just share, share some of your experiences of running, especially in New York City, because I mean that's why I've had it the worst. Of running in New York City, I know you can start this one. For me, well, the catcalling is there, but it usually happens when we have the group running, mm -hmm. um, and you I'm know you're like, okay, I'm surrounded because I usually run with co-ed. There was a time that I would run with all females. And the guys are quiet, but oddly enough, when I'm running with guys or with a group of us, you know, we run with crew, different crews, you're like, and the dudes are like, they'll say stuff as the females are running by. I ignore it. The, but the only time I don't run in the morning um, by myself, unless the sun is up and vice versa, when it gets late at night, I try not to run on my own unless it's with at least one other person. I do want to get a knife. I have found it hard. I don't know if it's because it's in New York. Um, no, I got both rods in New York. You did? Okay. So I should look into it. <laughs> after, um, after I met, I have a, a girlfriend. She's black and she lives in an area where um, it's in Pennsylvania. It's not a city, you know, um, lots of woods and streets. So she got herself a little body cam. So I'm I'm going to get myself that's one of those. Smart, that's different. Yes, and well, and yeah. actually, I'm gonna need that link too. and actually, yeah. I'm considering just like police officers do, walk around with it. I'm gonna walk around with it too because <laughs> you know, yeah. if you're pulled over, if anything, it's like okay, I got my body cam too. But I'm so I'm in, and they're not expensive. I looked into it; it's a direct feed into your phone, and the video loads. But um, the only time that I really felt somewhat intimidated was at the beginning of quarantine because I felt the men rarely saw people and then to see a female out there in I, I wear fit clothing I like you know Tasha I like to stand out and you know wear my bright colors 
and they're looking at you like you're a piece of meat. But because I run, I'm like, try and chase me. <laughs> you might cat, you might speed up a little bit, but I'm a marathoner. I keep going and going and going and going. I know that's right. Talk your shit. Yeah. We're gonna need and that. And if you catch me, I got at least six hours of this in here. <laughs> I like that energy. We need the body cam link, though. That's actually a really good idea. Like, I never even thought mad. about that. Me like, neither. That's, that's lit. I like that. Yeah. What about you, Vector? Because you run at night, but... Yeah, well, for, for me, <laughs> like, I used to run with a blade, but I don't anymore. Maybe it's just because I'm just like, child, I can't be bothered. And also, like, this is my city, and I'm not going to have you, like scare me so much where I feel like I always have to like be guarded but however I do run with my keys you will get cut with something like <laughs> don't play those games you gonna, you gonna like that I also rely on the fact that I'm actually really fast Flojo is not gonna have nothing on my ass when my adrenaline kicks in um I do not run in the morning because I hate mornings I run at night and it doesn't make a difference like like whether the sun is set because especially in the winter time like you know the sun sets at like 5 30 and when I'm in well whether or not I'm training but specifically when my grandmother was like living rest his soul like I would go see my grandmother and I wouldn't start running sometimes to like eight o'clock at night and I run 10 miles at least every Monday like clockwork so I'd be getting home at 10 o'clock at night and I typically, I'm not like, I don't, I don't do the park at all. Like I, unless it's like a mile and I know that like, I'm just finishing a run, but it's also downhill. So I know that I'm going faster. And I also run in the middle of the park, like the lane in the park. So I could see anything coming or going, like you can't jump up on me. That ain't going to happen. I still run with music, but I keep one earbud in so that I can be entertained, but aware. So uh, I don't care about the cat calls too much. Like I could be, I mean, if cats now are talking to you in sunglasses and masks, like obviously it's not going to stop. Anything. Yo, they don't care. They don't no. care. The it don't matter. They like, don't care. I've, I've gotten some wild ones. Like, I know you're pretty underneath that. Like, who, you know, I'm <laughs> like, how do you know that? They desperate. They're desperate. <laughs> I've gotten worse. I've gotten something like, oh, you got some pretty nails. I know your feet look cute too. Like, <laughs> they're so funny. <laughs> Yo, that's so crazy because honestly, if you're an athlete, the last thing you think is that another athlete has pretty feet. You'd be like, them shit's probably jacked up from all the fucking. Sis, I got all my 10 toenails. Not gonna hold I you. I do too. <laughs> I yes. do too, but I'm just saying that's not my first train of thought when I see another yeah. athlete. I don't be like, yeah. oh, it's probably popping. I'll be like, oh, that's sh- yeah. But it's just like it. I don't, I've never, I've never. I been mean, I have all ten now. Sometimes yeah. I don't. Yeah. Facts of life. It's a but holiday. It's like, but I, I've never been like some men have tried to like. I remember one particular. I was running down. I think it was like Myrtle Avenue, and some man tried to like shuffle step with me. Like, oh, you too slow, bro. Like. I'm not the one for those games like don't play mm. I've had people I've had men try to run race me I'm just like bro I'm finishing a workout right now I'm not paying you no mind I've had bikes try to race me I will smoke you on that too like <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for this energy <laughs> like yeah. but I don't I don't feel afraid and probably that's just the type of person that I am like you're not gonna intimidate me 
but it's it's like I've never really ever truly felt scared to be outside late at night because I'm always running in some populated area or where I know like ain't nobody about to be around here right now and if you are you up to no good like if I'm if I'm doing a workout at like Red Hook Track I'm the only crackhead that's gonna be out there doing a workout on Red Hook Track because who is going to Red Hook why are you even in why do people even live that was my thing when I lived in Brooklyn like I would run at night I didn't I really didn't it didn't bother me to run at night when I lived in Brooklyn even even in the Bronx it don't bother me but mostly in my area there's like certain places I'm definitely not running at night like when I'm in the Bronx and I'm home like I don't mind I'll run probably like I'll follow the train like to prospect you know like from where I live on Tremont Avenue which is like you know solid I don't know like two and a half three miles so out and back is like a five which is fine because it's welded under the train also this is like kind of this is all of this is like kind of my neighborhood so I feel a little more comfortable but I would not probably be running by myself further uptown just because that's not that's not where I feel super comfortable at like I would run like where you guys run and now that's a daytime run for me like I'll run to Orchard Beach in the daytime but I'm not running to Orchard at night because you gotta cross that motherfucking bridge Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's Mm -hmm. dark and you can't see shit and it's Mm -hmm. mad woodsy anybody can be jumping out from any goddamn Mm -hmm. where and the throughway is there that takes you to the goddamn like upstate New York. All types mm-hmm. of shit is going on over nah, there. No, that sounds like too much. To it, it really and is. And now they're and doing construction. So during the, the day you could run, you can yeah. run, and you're good. But and even uh-huh. like and even when I like run to Orchard in the daytime, I'm like super super alert. Not so much when I've done the run with groups. When I run with groups, I just I feel. I just feel like, all right, if we get into some shit, at least three of us can fight, right? Mm-hmm. So we should be all right, because most of these motherfuckers can't fight. But at least three of us should be able to fight. So we good, we good money and some shit pop off. But when I'm by myself, I'm just like, I'm from the Bronx. I know how we give it up. I'm probably going to get jumped if some shit pops off. <laughs> I'm going to be at least one of these motherfuckers up. But like two of them are going to get the W. Nah, <laughs> mm-hmm. hence why, hence mm-hmm. why the night was always on me. And then when I lived in Brooklyn, I would run. So I lived in Bed Stuy and I lived on Gates, and I would like run not down Tompkins. So I would never run down Tompkins, like ever, ever. My friends used to live on Tompkins. Tompkins is hella dangerous. It's always somebody in a domestic dispute on Tompkins. I stay off of Tompkins all the fucking time. But um. I forget what the next block over was, but I would run down that block and I would run that shit all the way to Marcy Projects and still feel fine. I'd run a little faster when I got by Marcy because there's still Marcy fucking Projects. And then, <laughs> I, and then I'd run straight through straight through Williamsburg feeling fine because, you know, I'm running through the Jews and they chilling. They ain't thinking about me. Actually, they in the house. They got to be in that curfew. So it's pretty empty outside. Nobody's bothering me. I do my little out and back on the bridge, bring it on in kind of like a little quiet route but then I moved back to Florida do you even run over there (laughs) I do run here and I ran more when I first got here because um I was I was in rehab I like was in rehab and I was training for London so I ran more when I first got here but when I first got here I lived downtown downtown ain't the safest place like where we got a lot of why do you keep on calling me Someone oh. is calling me right now, and I don't know who the fuck it is. So answer that shit, sir. Nah, it's just like unknown number. I was like, like I'm not gonna edit the call out, but answer that shit. 
they already left voicemail. Look at sit. Wait, hold on. Let me might be food. Hello? It might be food. Be food. <laughs> She's yeah, hungry. She in. just ran eight miles. Look, and look, she act like she didn't know she ordered food and she did not. <laughs> This, this, is, this is why she's half nutmeg, half jerk, and we ain't talking about the spice. Because this motherfucker's gonna order food and it still get all sassy. Go get your food. We'll be here when you get back. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I lived, I lived downtown. I used to live downtown, and downtown has like a heavy um, homeless population. And you know, I mean, I don't judge anybody because I don't know how your situation got you to where you are. But I also am not going to give you the opportunity to, you know what I'm saying, do some shit to me. So when I would run at night downtown, even though for the most part it's well lit, it's so many, um, it's so many homeless people caucused up and down the street I used to live on that I'm like, you know, I'm just try I'm trying to avoid shit. You know what I'm saying? Like if I don't need to get into shit, I just won't. And I haven't found a group here that I'm, that I want to run with because mostly all the groups here are runners world groups. Yes. I ain't gonna eat in front of the camera. That's why <laughs> it's a very so to piggyback on that. There was huh? a time last year that I was training and it was a group run, mm -hmm. and we were heading alongside Central Park, and it was the area where there was a lot of homeless people mm -hmm. on the benches on both. So mm -hmm. you know everybody's running, but I don't know if the energy or what, some of them get up and they will get in our faces as we're like trying to run by. I found that a little intimidating, but I was just like, whatever, like you just, it's like playing yeah. a game. You're like, yeah, okay. And that's I, the thing, like it's one thing when that happens and you're in a group, but when that's like literally your yeah. path in and out of where you live, you know, which is why I don't live there anymore. I love living downtown, but I don't, my personality and my you. demeanor, it's not you. set up to consistently be the bigger person. It's not, <laughs> it's not the way I'm wired. <laughs> Being the bigger person. <laughs> Yo! Well, I will say, I don't know how it is for you. Well, you already said you don't have people that you jive with, let's say, to run with over yeah. there. But here, the, pop, the running population is really growing. So it's so yeah. easy for me to text someone and say, you know, want to go for a run at this time, I can catch one, two other people and we run in a group. Because I do like it better running in a group. Sometimes I like to be on my own, but um, I do think about when I'm running. But I also run in the street. So going back, that touches back on the magazine, which yeah. is we don't run in these foresty, um, <laughs> you know, dirt roads or nice paved black roads like I run in the street against vehicles because I got to see if you know and um it's better on the knees it is you can feel the difference yeah so it that's kind of like my joints are fucked up nothing's better on these knees yeah <laughs> no I can definitely feel the difference as soon as I feel I, the like, difference when I off, sit fly off the sidewalk to like some asphalt yeah nah, yeah real talk it's real talk. definite difference but you know what you're lucky that you have that the like the uptown Bronx network is growing so much that you could find little pockets of people to run with. And it's not to say that shit I, wasn't always like that. No. <laughs> one, it wasn't always like that. But two, even though I do have people I can run with, like for me where I live, because I live right by Prospect Park, 
all of my friends are at least like one mile away, like for me to actually get in contact with. But people I really want to run with and have like some homegrown nigga, nigga, nigga conversations, <laughs> that kind of minimizes the conversation that I can have and the people I can run with. Also, I can't run with everybody because they might not have my. Because you fast, my, my nigga. Speed. Just say it. What the <laughs> fuck, bro? Because it don't like. But you know, like, like you can't run with us because you fast. <laughs> but that's what it is. Sometimes it's like I. I mean, I don't mind going slower sometimes, but it's sometimes like, bruh, I'm not trying to spend ten years doing five miles. I got shit to do. Like, I felt judged. <laughs> like, but you also run because it's a workout. Running slow. For you, I would imagine is like that slow is a different slow. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But that slow is my <laughs> hyperventilating. Correct. Mine's also all yeah. three asthma pumps required. I mean, listen, it like Rome wasn't built in a day. I've been doing yeah. this for like eight years now, mm-hmm. and my speed, like I've, I, I have natural talent, but please believe, none of these people was with me shooting in the gym for me to get the times mm-hmm. that I have. Like anybody who has seen mm-hmm. me. At a Rose's practice, or seen the times that I've dropped mm-hmm. at practice on my fucking workouts. Nah, sis been working. Sis mm-hmm. been working. This shit is magic. It's not Believe magic. It. It's I know girl it. magic. <laughs> Ain't no who the girl is magic this. is a lot of work. <laughs> yes. That's yes. the that's, that's the gag. That's the yeah. gag to black girl magic that no one ever tells anybody. We're fucking magical because we bust our ass. We don't have an option. <laughs> it's yeah. not option. It was like you're either gonna be three times better than everybody else, or you're not even gonna get fucking acknowledged mm-hmm. oh you still but you still you still don't really get acknowledged like that anyway because people still look at you like you some kind of fucking like like yes you are an anomaly but it's not even like oh my god you're here it's i'm like you're here <laughs> like, it, it's that type of shit and i experienced that in a couple of races where it's just like I keep on telling people like, yo, every race I run, I'm in the top 10%. Every race I run, I'm in the first or second corral. Depending on in marathons now, I'm always in the first wave. I'm always in the first corral. You're going to see me. Like when I was in Tokyo, one, it's hard to miss a dot. It's not, it's exactly. not that many of you. It's hard, it's hard to it, miss you. But sis, I'm 5'10". So you know I'm already towering <laughs> over everybody. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, damn and then i when i was in tokyo i had the i had the the braids with the pieces coming down here looking extra black so it was <laughs> wakanda i dug it i dug it it was very wakanda i was here i was here for it that was the full intention like same thing in like <laughs> chicago it was me adam and maddox like we in the a corral oh yeah you thought like you know that joke that all black people know each other and then you see us take off our uh like you know throwaways like oh wait sam really wasn't in your corral other. Didn't huh? Sam run? Didn't Sam run Chicago too? He did, but he was floating somewhere. I don't even know where he was. Like I don't know, but he smoked that shit. He did a good job. Oh, he did. He did. He, but it's just like you know, people off. people don't expect. Like it's not common for you to see that many strong runners, strong black runners, and strong black runners who are on the same team together. Like, that is something entirely different. So it's just like when people saw, like, the amount of comments that me and Maddox got for Chicago because they saw how we were going, like, stride for stride and just fucking shit up the whole way, people were like, yo, that shit was beautiful. That shit, that shit was, was so dope. Beautiful. It was fucking raining. I mean, it was rain raining. 
We was all out there in that motherfucker regardless. <laughs> That's why I went last year. I was like, oh, I'm not missing this. <laughs> yeah. It was, nah, that race was mm -hmm. super dope. I think I got there just in time to catch Sam, and then you guys were right behind him. Like, yeah. literally, right on time. Right on time. I just, like, I had to, we jumped out of cabin. I was, like, hustling down the block. I was like, nah, I can't miss it, can't miss it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like this on my phone checking. I was like, no, nah, they're moving. And I was thinking, I, I couldn't even remember Sam's name when he ran by. And he's got the easiest name, so kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, but it, 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 it's stuff like that. But not even just Chicago, but even on like a grander scale, Boston, which is quite white. So it's just like that's even quite white. Like, yeah, last year was the first year that I was able to be in the first wave. Like, I earned my spot, and it's me, and I'm standing there, and it's just like, yeah, I'm here. And I'm just looking around like, well. This I'm glad you brought up Boston. I like, wasn't sure this, if we were going to get there. Oh, sis, always on my mind. I hate that fucking race. I hate that fucking city. But either way. Um, also. <laughs> but it's just like. I hear they're very I, racist. Like, so it's. So That's when I'm I, putting it. But it's just like I'm in the corral and people look at you like that really cold year, the year that I was half naked and running in hypothermia. Girl, you were on crack okay. cocaine, baby. It was too cold <laughs> for that shit. Y'all had but on a summer way. kit. A summer, a summer kit in hypothermic yeah. conditions. But guess what? <laughs> it's still finished. Anyway. Oh, that's a fact though. That's a fact though. But it's just like, I remember I was like, I pulled up and it's just like I'm in the corral and people are looking at me crazy. And yes, crazy for my kid, but also crazy that, like, yeah, I was kind of the only black person in my corral. So let me tell you something. At Boston, they look at all black people crazy. Um, and now I'm assuming one day you plan to run it for mm -hmm. whatever reason. I don't know. No. Marathoners are stupid, and we always put that shit on no. our to do list. But when I, I that ran, wasn't on my to do list. For it real. wasn't on mine either. It wasn't <laughs> on mine either. I don't know if you remember Vexy how it landed on my to do list. My 2016 birthday. At my birthday party that night at the house when we were drinking, and I was like, "Yo, I decided I'm running Boston." Yeah, this and I told December. you that shit ain't no hoe. I told you it wasn't no hoe. Listen, I have to this day said you gave me quality advice. I never <laughs> called you a liar, never not once, because that's not like how the Boston cycle works. You get in, you got like a full year before you really gotta get. You know what I'm saying? Get yourself together for the shit. Well, I decided December 2016, I was running the Boston Marathon in 2017. And that was that. And then I was like, let me do my research because obviously I didn't qualify by time, right? Niggas old with bad joints and slow. So I'm like, doo -doo -doo. let me see how I can get into Boston. All of the, all of like the message boards, every like run thing I follow online, they're all like, it's even hard to get a charity bid. You got to try to get that shit a year in advance and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, nope. man, says who? Who gonna stop me? So <laughs> I applied for Mebs. <laughs> I applied for Mebs charity. I got in two weeks later. I was like, say less. <laughs> in Boston. So when I get to Boston the weekend of the race, um, I'm out at the finish line, like at my shakeout. Like the shakeouts were all starting too late. I was already up super early. I was like, let me just get this shit done and and get back because if I wait all day, I'm not even going to want to do it. So I came out early, did my shakeout. I'm like, you know, walking around, taking pictures at the finish line, like every other person enamored with the unicorn. And I come across this black woman, older black woman. She probably had me by like, I don't know, I want to say like five years at the time. So she was telling me that this was her last 
world's major. And I was like, oh, that's dope. You know, nice to end in Boston. She was like, well, I had to run it again because when I ran it last year, my time didn't qualify or some shit. And I was like, oh yeah, that happens. Um, you know, happens in New York too. If you don't hit a certain time, your oh, race really? time doesn't qualify. Yeah, that's a real thing. Oh. Which I be trying to tell people. I be like, listen, take it from I me. I didn't know I, that. Like I'm slow, but I ain't that slow. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not missing out. <laughs> Cause I'm not. People that want to run run Japan. Cause I'm not gonna run this bitch again. So I gotta hit the time the first time. Cause I'm not trying to do this again. But to the point, she was just telling me about her experience. And so because it was my first time there, I didn't have any background just except for the fact that Boston is racist, quite white, and fuck them because <laughs> I'm from New York. So she I'm was old. like. She was like, yo, you know, I had this terrible experience when I was here last year. She was like, you know, people were up and down in me at the at the expo. People were, you know, like, oh, are you running? Like, just giving her that kind of energy. Like, well, I know you're not an elite runner. Like, how could you possibly be running in Boston? And I was just like, sis, I mean, real talk, it's a lot of elite runners that qualify for Boston that don't even fucking finish. So don't, like, don't let motherfuckers get in your head because end of the day, you still ran the distance. Did you run it as mm-hmm. fast as them? No. Did you still run 26.2? Yes. Some of them did not because mm-hmm. they did not fucking finish. I was like, so fuck them. That's mm-hmm. a move. Do what you got to do mm-hmm. and keep it fucking moving. And keep That's it how I always moving. feel. That's how I always feel about like marathons in general. Like, because that's why I really keep it humble because I keep on telling people like, yo, my pain is my pain. Your pain is your pain. Just because I finished the hour ahead of you don't make me better than you. It don't mean anything. I don't get no asterisk next to my name in the finisher's book because I ran faster than you. We get the same fucking medal, B. Different numbers. It don't make a difference at the end of the day. Like, what What the hell? Like, time is supposed to be a you thing. Like, you mm-hmm. trying to better yourself thing. Question, and now, have you ever felt like people have shaded, have shaded you like in the run community or like at races because you're not like in the first two corrals? Have you ever had that experience? Um, uh, which is the hidden one? Co- covert? No. Covert. Co- covertly, yeah. Yes. Um, I'm not a fast runner. I'm, I call myself like a medium pace. <laughs> a medium pace. I'm a medium runner. But I'm very proud of what I do. Like you, you girls be. mentioned, it's about me, but I'm a confident person. So you can't throw me shade. You can't be like, oh, well, you know, uh, you're not doing this pace or what. I don't either you want me to rep you or you don't. I don't care. I don't care. Like you said, it's like um, we all get the same medal. I'm going to hang up that. I still haven't hung it up because <laughs> I want to I wanna do the engraving. But I want to hang up my medal. And, it, and that's what I tell people. Your pace doesn't matter as long as you finish within the qualifications, you know? <laughs> okay. But your pace doesn't matter. It's what you do, you know, what you do. Um, but I, I have gotten shade, but not oh, um, co- uh, overtly. It's been covert. So it was, it was so bad in London last year that a lot of runners were given free entry into London this year because of how bad people were talking shit to the back of the pack. Like, that's how bad it was. It was that fucking bad, that mad people, because one of our mutual friends, um, Vexi, got a free entry because because of this experience. I remember her telling me that. how fucking bad it was. And And it's like the audacity. First of all, you're not even running. 
You on the side. You in the fucking audience. You in the mezzanine. Keep calm. Mm-hmm. But that is like that's how fucking emboldened people feel. And I feel like mm-hmm. especially when it's women of color, like they feel like they can say whatever the fuck they want to say. Because I've run plenty of races. I've had fast races. I've had slow races. I always wait around because that's just me. I like to cheer. That's my thing. So I'll stick I, around. Listen. I've, I've seen I've seen back of the packs that are this side of the hand and everybody's like oh you can do it you got everybody's fucking supportive it's like the fucking hallmark network when the back <laughs> of the pack looks like this but the minute is this side of the hand there's so much wow. fucking shit getting spewed and i'd be like oh see because i brought my knife to the race too <laughs> <laughs> let's go everywhere she's my plus one wherever i go he goes <laughs> we go together stop mm-hmm. playing that shit I don't fucking think- I don't think that's even right. And if people had any kind of, well, obviously they lack human decency, but if if people had any fucking consideration how hard it is, it's much harder to run a marathon slower than it is to run faster. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, you've never really been around me when I've actually been cheering people for like a long time. I've walked oh, Jason. I'm like, me and you have done this. We've done New York. Yeah, we've done New York, but that's not the only race that I've lingered and cheered people on, like, back of the pack. Like, I've walked Jason in no, for... No, no, I know, but you said we've never done it. I'm like, no, nah, we, we always oh, yeah. waiting, yeah, yeah. waiting on Suarez to bring that ass. <laughs> yeah, so I be, son, ass. like, I be out there. Yeah, I finished my race. I'm still going to be like, listen, sweaty, salty, all of that. I'm going to bring you in. I'm here for you. We did this shit also. Like, I'm not... There's no reason to throw shade, yo. There's no reason. you. And there's a lot of people like... Oh, a lot of people in the community, even when you're already fast, that still think they're better than you. And I'm one of those people who like, yeah, I'm fast. And it's like, people look at you like, oh, you could do this. You could do that. Sis, how do you know I want to? Do not put that onus upon me to think that I want to run fast. And I keep on telling people like, yo, the day day that I decide that I want to burn y'all down, Move the fuck out my way, cause I'm gonna step on you, or you gonna get stepped on. Like <laughs> energy, that's it. energy. Here that's it. it. I don't I'm care. I don't care. That's just what it is. I don't care. You think I was chasing when I ran 305? You think I cared? I told Matt, it's like, yo, I'm gonna hold on as long as I could. Held on. Tokyo could have broke three. You wanna know why I didn't do it? Cause I gave up. Cause the race was boring. <laughs> yo, everybody said that race is boring. Cause it's, three it's quarters of the race, race out and back. That's why. Yeah, nah, that's a back. I was just like, I'm not doing this. I'm if I didn't need this. that medal for my, this is my problem. Once I, I decide I'm going to do something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's just like, yo. No, I heard they p- cut people off. Like at an at a 11 pace. They do. They do. And then I, I do see people that run 13, 14 mile paces and they're like, I'm going to run Japan. I'm like, oh, you just going to spend away. money to go over there? Because they're gonna cut you off, and they're gonna come. They I heard there. Let me. Because there was oh, a big thing. Like there was a big thing. What last year with um? She's actually one of my favorite like online pals. I mean, well, I we know each other in person, but we mostly communicate online. She's one of my favorite online people and personalities rather. And I know that she got cut off last year and or the year before that. What year? It was the year you ran, Vexy. So whatever year that was. Twenty nineteen. Okay, 2019, she ran, she got cut off. There was like this whole big everybody carrying on. And, you know, my thing is, we go into these races fully aware that this could happen. 
You know this. If you choose to run that race, by all means, do what the fuck you want to do, but go, like, this is the shit that irked me about adults in fucking general. Like, this is why people piss me off. That's why I don't like people. I like experiences. I like fucking people. This is why. You know, I everybody say that every gets, day. Everybody gets into this, oh, I can do what I want, I can do what I want. You absolutely can. What you have to accept, though, are the consequences of doing what the fuck you want, and that's the gag of being an adult. No one absorbs those consequences for you anymore. You got to absorb those shits. So by all means, do what the fuck you want, but understand that you can't tailor what the consequence to that is going to be. You got to keep that same fucking energy that I could do what I want, bitch. You got to accept it too with the shoulders and the mm-hmm. neck, all of that. Same fucking energy. I'm like, why are we in the uproar over some shit that we knew could happen? Mm-hmm. Same yeah. shit with Runner's World. Why the fuck are you in the uproar about some shit that's been the case? Like, you mad now? I ain't even lose no sleep over that. None. None. I was reposting on my tags, but I was just like, I wasn't advocating for self. <laughs> Keep game. I didn't say put me on it. I, listen, I was very clear. Please don't ever put me on that shit. Because if I have it my way, everybody I know will divest their fucking money, lose their subscription. And when I do hit the cover of anything, I would hate for my fucking people to miss it. Don't Listen, ever put me on the cover of that shit. Fuck if no. I If I get I'm on the cover of something like that, you know how... Drag. Drag. It's going to be drag. Bad drag. I don't even know... Drag. It's the worst. So drag. before we... Because we, we're getting up in time, I do also want to touch on Runner's podcast. Do you guys listen to any? <laughs> so you know I had to troll you. You had to know you was going to get trolled. You did not think. I was not going to troll you live. Come on, man. Let me let me tell you how <laughs> I didn't even think about them. That's how far they are from my cerebral cortex. I do not think about them. Anel, do you listen to any runners podcast? I have only for injury purpose, prevention purposes. Okay. Um, okay. As a newer runner, um, like you said, Desi, you didn't wake up one day and become fast. Like, you work hard. Like, Tasha, you know, there's a lot. People initially you're like yeah i'll wake up i'll throw on a pair of sneakers and i'll run but if you really want to run run you have to work at it it's a lot (laughs) from nutrition rest like it's so much so um when i first started running i used to get shin splints and then the pain just moves to different parts of my leg (laughs) so it's like you know so I did, I was working with someone that had a podcast. So, and then I do follow some apps and I'll look, but it's more for strength to try and get strength exercises, stretching, um, and injury prevention. But I'm not, you know, I'd rather really you're, you're, you're a smart black one. girl. I like you, Anel. See, I knew I liked you. Anel's See, a smart you, one. You go after the right podcast. What <laughs> specifically talking about. He knows why I'm trolling her ass. <laughs> <laughs> Runners of Runners Park. <laughs> that shit is drier than fucking Cricks. Drier than Cricks. So, uh, no, Cricks is a cracker. It's a, it's a Caribbean cracker. It's dry it, as the fuck. Stuff. It got nothing on Popeye's biscuits. That's how At dry all. that shit is. Yeah. Popeye's is, is mad dry. moist. Mad moist. Yeah. Come back to that, I mean. And the thing <laughs> is that it's not even so much the people that they interview, even though the people, they don't fucking delight me. It ain't nothing but the white people from Brooklyn Track Club, a.k.a. Nike Run Club Adjunct. I was about to say, that's anyway, the swoosh. Um, I swoosh. said Nike Run Club Adjunct, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's just like the hosts are boring, and the only ones that I've listened to are the ones with Heck and Iman. 
And I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Y'all are mad dry. I couldn't even get through it. It was arid. It was. I tried to listen to the one with Heck, it, and it, the conversation it, was but, arid. <laughs> but Heck was the only one carrying it. Like that's, that's why that's I and I logged off. I could talk to Heck all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's just like, it's just like bring diversity thing, and I didn't even really feel like you know the podcast with Sam and um Iman that was cool those are my teammates so obviously yeah. I'm gonna show love and listen Honestly, to them I didn't even know they were on one I, I totally missed that shit no that one was cool because you know they're I both even like, know. they're both like you know peaceful then, hippie on their shit. yeah <laughs> so that was cool but I was just like yo I'm still waiting for y'all to mm, give a negro a full pod- podcast they started bringing it like you want to talk about runners from NYC one? Let's get actual NYC runners. That's because it's always mad transplants. It's always mad some transplants. Ran- Number some two, random pale that moved to you. Can we get some actual <laughs> black runners? Can we get some fast black runners? How 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 have you not even fucking interviewed Sace or Cedric? People like from which the fucking or like the whole community that's, a snap fact. that's where the how whole culture came from not do that how could you not interview knox who everybody loves to mm-hmm. hate how could you not interview knox like and i don't like bringing attention on myself how could you fucking not talk to me when i'm one of the fastest black people in the fucking community like bring diversity to your shit it's nothing but interchangeable fucking white men and women who and i have no purpose. interest in learning about <laughs> And it's on purpose. I don't care what nobody says. You can't and tell me if, that if you exist in New York City. This, sorry, not sorry. Like you might. I don't think. I don't think they. I don't think I, I might be a little too dark outside of the chicken. I said their... per chance that they have to hear this. Like I'm sure you're a decent, all citizen. But <laughs> oh I'm no, I'm amazing. But I, I, I know that people know that I'm unfiltered, and I say what the fuck I want to say because I'll say it directly to you. And yeah. so people tend to just bid themselves adieu. So. Like, I'm any better. Like, I am any better. No, you and aren't. You know, you, you know what's crazy? Hence me trolling you. don't even know that we fuck with each other like that. So they've really been for... Which always throws me off. People are always very surprised. And I'm like, why? I've known this girl forever. Like, <laughs> I don't know. That's big sis. I'm like, yeah. that's family. <laughs> I've known her a very long time. But it's Oh, yeah, I met at a race? The no. race reunion, maybe. <laughs> Like, you, you mean, did I oh, meet in Cape in room 305? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> no. I have to know what Dexy's sign is. <laughs> I'm Aquarius. Aquarius? Oh, Dexy's an Aquarius down to her core. To her core. Oh. She can't even help it. She's so it's just she like, can't even turn I it just, off. Like, when they talk about NYC, you know NYC is a melting pot, but you open up this podcast, it's nothing but white mm-hmm. people are people who can pass for white, and I'm just like, this is not it. Mm-hmm. This is not NYC. So I don't mm-hmm. fuck with it. It's definitely so not NYC drag- run culture. Not at all. It's we not. drive the culture. We drive the culture. Mm-hmm. Nobody white drives the culture in oh, New York City. Not. Y'all don't I drive think, shit. Y'all drive a Passat and a Volt, and that's about it. I'll tell you how, how, how much we drive the culture. Knox is a black man, head of Black Roses NYC. How much you drive the culture? Guess who wore pink singlets in spring 2019? I was there. Roses. Guess who wore spring pink singlets in fall 2019? Every other fucking runner in the community. We mm-hmm. set the trends. You made it a hotline. We made it a hot song. hot song. Get out of here. 
the Get whole culture started with like yo yeah, they followed it they followed they it rec- they don't recognize people are they and it's intentional not to people? and it's intentional and that's why i refuse to ask the what i look like asking you to see me when i gave you a space i put you on like what the fuck i look like asking you i don't yo these people i don't are, need your permission to be excellent like we need to write our own magazines and that has and come so up. and so that has come up and when that came up i'm glad you brought that up and now so that came up um i forget the dude's name that brought it up Mar- um, but, uh, matthew from drc matt drc nah matt wasn't the person i seen that brought it up somebody really? else brought it up on um on hakeem's page from um from kelly but well, anyway it, it's been floating it don't around. matter the point is that everybody that was talking about it were all men and i was like well y'all might want to throw some women in there because y'all don't move the culture along Let's let's keep calm and be clear on that also. That's a whole nother podcast, Tasha. <laughs> no, that's this podcast all day, every oh, okay. <laughs> everything, everything black girl SOS is black women all the time. Y'all don't move this shit alone. So let's be fucking clear. <laughs> don't don't start that shit without so having us. To me, I find even in the urban running community, it's always like you girls uh, I think both of you guys mentioned the lighter version, the more palatable, passable, mm-hmm. light-skinned, white. Like, you're like, oh, <laughs> oh, you are Black, or oh, you're Latino, oh, yeah, okay. But um, women in leadership positions in the urban running community, there's not much there. Or when men have it, when men have it, they don't, they see um, leaders within us, but they don't really uplift us there, mm-hmm. in my experience. I mean, yep. that, that, that's not mine. I know it's not Danny's because we were kind of both forced into leadership in our run crews. So I know so I know that's not our experience, but I do agree with you because I've seen it elsewhere. So I, I agree mm-hmm. with you, Anel, because yeah. I have witnessed it. I just know that that's not me and Danny's truth because I know yeah. I, I actively said I did not, like my crew requested me to be the co-captain. I was like, nah, I'm, I'm good, love, yep. enjoy. At least I got, got a re- whole job. I got a whole job doing like real shit. Like I'm really busy. And they were like, yeah, okay, nah. And I kept saying no. And then the end of um, the end of a group run one day, George was like, "Oh, so I got this big announcement, and I'm sitting on the curb excited. I'm like, oh shit, what's going on?'" And he's like, "We got a co-captain." I was like, "Oh shit!" And then this yeah, motherfucker said my name, and I was like, "Huh? Oh, what? <laughs> I was like, nah, we talked about this, bro. Nah, nah. You see, at least you made a request and was able to deny. That never quite happened. To clearly, me. I, I was know. not able to deny. You clearly didn't listen to that story. Yes. Well, not the able denial to deny, was but ignored. Had, but you see, you had the opportunity to like say no. You were. I segued into that. I don't even know how that happened. It's like, oh, can you can you handle this Google Doc, this Google spreadsheet? Because leadership is you? accidental. Leadership is good. Leadership is always accidental. Man, no I don't even. I don't it's, even it's know when Knox started introducing me as captain. Don't don't remember. Four score and seven years ago. Don't remember. <laughs> don't remember. But it's just like, yeah, that's why I gotta show up to all these fuck ass group runs and races. People know I don't like people. They know I don't like. <laughs> I'm not even there to be the buffer anymore. Yeah. 
I try to hold my tongue. I try to hold my tongue. tongue You remember how people were telling you how I pulled up to the Nike shakeout run for, um, for, um, Jason's photo. Like I had pulled up with two rods looking like I was ready to beat people. Like, nah, I want to go home. I'm just here for him. I don't want to see these people. Like, I appreciate that you're consistent. (laughs) Listen, I know. Do you guys have any women captains in, in uh, Boogie Down? Cause you guys have gotten really, really large. So Oh, I'm gonna take the hard blink as a no. So um, <laughs> I was part of the leadership team. Um, I'm very sociable, as you've observed, Tasha. And um, when members would tell me things, I would communicate it, and I was coming off as that maybe possibly the angry black woman, maybe. Um, I don't know if it was my delivery, but. I deliver it and I'm like, if I don't feel like, especially if, I am, if I'm in agreement with it or if I feel like we could benefit from it. Yeah. So I thought it was in the best interest of the team that I stepped down. But um, captains, I'm not sure. Um, I know there are two women that are part of the leadership team, but how much are of leaders? Um, are they? I'm not sure because Ooh. there's a lot of a filtration system. Everything mm. has to get fed and mm. got you, got you. Empty titles, precious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Resume fillers. Like I don't Oh, we like good, that. we good though. We good. Oh no, we we listen, you know I you know I love Boogie Down Bronx on this. Those are my people, but I mean it's to the point though. You need female <laughs> leadership. Y'all have a lot of women that run with y'all. A lot. So to not have female leadership is to really just... There were some questions brought up at the last meeting we had. To be very fucking tone deaf. A lot of women run with y'all. A lot. A lot. And we have two women, but they're not... But if they don't don't have any... They're even called... They might be called captains with two other guys, but there's a... That's interesting. That is interesting. That's very interesting. Is it mostly women or is it like 50-50? Um, I would say 50-50, depending. I don't know. I we do have like a lot like, of females. I feel like you guys are more women than men. You you yeah. probably can't tell when you're inside of it because you're Maybe. in it. But from the outside looking in, you guys have a lot of women. But it's, mm-hmm. it's one of the things that I love about Boogie Down, about Boogie mm-hmm. Down Runners is that mm-hmm. you guys have mad You might women. be right because when we have the women races, there's a lot more of us than they are guys. Y'all be deep so, as shit and mm-hmm. I love it. There's mad women. Which is why mm-hmm. it's a tone deaf thing to not have an actual woman as a part mm-hmm. of the leadership. I even started I have to take a this group. At a later date. <laughs> yeah, I even started um, a group, uh, a chat with just the women and I was like, here are the women so we can discuss women and running issues. issues. Yeah. Um, and then I just opened it up. But to that's women why in the Bronx. women leadership is important. That's exactly why mm-hmm. they need a, mm-hmm. a, a woman leader. And, and it's probably why George forced the shit on me. Mm-hmm. Also, I I had decided I was the COO of this shit regardless. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I keep shit moving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I keep... Need, but you see, it's just like, but that's the thing. Maybe he just had to like throw it on you and he he knows you as a person wouldn't really deny it because you have to have someone to push the envelope. You're not going to give it to someone who is passive. Like people on my team know better than to even try to talk back to me with some kind of nonsense like this. No, this is dumb. And I'm going to tell you each and every time. 
So it's just like, oh, that's what y'all want to do? Well, you can do that. I'll tell you what Danielle is not going to do. Yeah, let me know how that works. We're not going to do the dumb shit. That's what we're not going to do. I, I look but, like I got the waist. Mm-mm. No, 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 none of us do. None of us do. I think that people also forget that, that running is not our job. It takes a lot of our time, and it's an extracurricular that we pay for. <laughs> and it's an expensive sport. So this is the last yes, topic I want to I touch on before we wrap it up. And that is the fake ass notion that running is accessible. Nope. Running is a very much so privileged sport and it varies with which, how often you run, how fast you run and where you run and how better you want to run because it's not even like, okay, if you're, if you're heavier set or you have a heavy gait, you're burning through shoes. I don't have that, but guess what? At peak, I was running 60 miles a week. I'm burning through shoes Mm -hmm. every two months, every Mm -hmm. two months. Races, all major races are at least $180. I only race like three times a year. New York is a smooth 295 United States dollars as a non-member, because fuck them, I'm not I'm not joining them as a member. Fuck your yeah, race. I'm not it's paying definitely to race in Central fuck Park. New York Roadrunners also. Let's get that on the record. Um, fuck them also. You fuck them. There's that. The amount of food that you, the money you spend on food and nourishment, like that alone. And I'm not even saying like the, the ignorant post-run brunches, whole other beast. <laughs> and then like, let's think about the, like... What else is there? I'm missing something. Massages, the stretching, therapy, recovery, gym memberships, recovery. They don't. They you you don't take that. Physical therapy. Physical therapy. If you gotta go to physical therapy. PT. There's so much. There's so much that goes into it. That shit is privilege. It's privilege. And then if you're on a team that has dues, might not be crazy, but not everybody has it. So I can't judge you. Like, there's dues for that also. You want to be fresh and fly? Guess what? Gear is bread, too. And that's all from our perspectives as working adults. And I know you you work in the schools, so you can relate to what I'm about to say. It's that much worse for kids that want to run, that want to mm-hmm. run competitively. It puts a lot of our kids at a disadvantage because their parents can't afford the upkeep for that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I ran, I ran pretty much straight through primary school. I ran up until I got to high school. High school is when I stopped being a competitive runner and I started, well, no, I was already a competitive cheerleader too, but I kind of just leaned more into that. And then I was just like, fuck this, I need a job. And, and I, left, I left sports altogether for a good while. And I was just like, I need to get money. But again, I need to get money because sports is mad expensive. It's ex- I, can, I won't even get into what it costs to be a competitive cheerleader because I mean, honestly, you could buy two fucking homes with what it costs but you know like for kids who want to be you know really good and this might be their only opportunity like to secure a scholarship that shit is an economic barrier to really fucking thriving in this sport mm-hmm. motherfuckers don't have it and everybody loves to tote this image that oh running is accessible to everybody no it's not who the fuck is this everybody you're talking about <laughs> Ooh, i ran plenty of races in the wrong shoe in the wrong shoe one because like I didn't have quality coaches in the beginning. It's 
There's not like good run. There's not good run coaches at like your local PS sixty three, and, and you know what I'm saying. Like third, fourth, fifth grade, too. you it's, have to pay money to get your kid into those good running programs at that age. We didn't have that shit. I did not have that shit. It, it, it's hard, and that's another factor of like accessibility representation that we don't have. Like, yeah, you got little league, little football. Running is actually not a really, mm -mm. I mean, it's popularized, but I don't think it's as popular. Not at our age, people, not at a young mm -mm. age. Not as popular as what people make it seem. Like, I know people who've been running since they were, like, midget and sub-midget. And I don't know, Anel, if you're, like, familiar with, um like, those terms. But midget and sub-midget is, like, literally, like, five and six-year-old mm -hmm. that will smoke you in a smooth mile mm -hmm. run. Like, it's nothing. Like, eat you for breakfast. Like, mmm, tasty. No problem. <laughs> Well, I've, I haven't heard that term, but even for me, I see students and I, I work with the special needs community and I'll oh. see a student run from one side of the gym to the other. And you're like, oh, this needs to be developed. But how are we going to develop that? You know, I work in a low socioeconomic area, you know, like you said, from the gear to even just getting to practice or finding a program, forget about it. And you never hear kids say, I want to be a Jackie Joy Joyce. Uh, I'm going to mess up her name. Jackie, Jackie Joyce Journey, right? right? Yeah. You don't hear that. You don't hear them say, I want to be a Bolt. Like, you know, you may have heard it for a week or two after he won the Olympics, but, yeah, but that's it. You can't be what you don't see. That's the problem. Then mm, that is that's the problem. True. You that can't have a point there. And have this a point. Because basketball players are advertised year round, baseball advertised year round, and and, and it's not and it's not just it's not just the league and it's not just little league, but it's the fact that like these big players, they also have traveling camps that they have all summer long. But again, there's an economic barrier to that because those camps, those camps will be like a weekend long, and for those two three days, it'll be like three hundred fucking dollars. A lot of the parents I know, at least in the schools that I used to work in. They don't have no fucking three hundred dollars to send their kids for no three days mm -hmm. to work yeah, on their skill set and and get that kind of exposure. But that but that's just why we like even if they don't have those experiences, it's just like you have to see people like us out there like that. And you know yeah. for a fact, I don't like racing, but I'm out there and I'm training and mm -hmm. I'm always in the streets because I see people young to old looking at me like, yo, mm -hmm. do run. Mm. And they run fast. Like, <laughs> wow. Oh, that's and ain't nobody chasing her? Wow. Like, <laughs> 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 nah, that's real yeah. representation. Yeah. No, but people, yeah. people like, yo, I remember when I was like, when I was in the Nike campaign for 17, and Nas was just like, yo, there were hella people that came up and was just looking at your pictures in awe like yo I want to be like that representation matters it definitely it does matters. Un, un, it matters so much because when you see people who look like you that shit hits so different yeah. it hits so different I could see anybody but when I see my peoples in ads I'm just like yes mm -hmm. more that's of that. it more so of that's, it that's the shit you can't put a value on because look how look how the face of tennis has changed since Venus and Serena. Look at how the face of tennis has changed. So and many young black girls. Up and smoking and they're smoking these bitches! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> smoking. Yeah. Smoking. 
that shit, it, it, it does. It matters. I mean, so in closing, I just want to hear, since we're talking about how important representation is and we have all in some respect been leaders in our run community, what do you feel your responsibility is as a Black woman runner? Either one of you can go first. Well, really quick, I'll go before Detsy, but um, hearing you girls, I feel like now that um, I show my students um, pictures of myself video running or little short clips, because like, I, I don't take for granted the fact that they don't have that experience, but they don't have experiences across the board. So I think I'm going to do that more. I also wanted to bring a running program into the school because, you know, some of us like do naturally have that ability to run uh, faster and just, in, I guess, just be more proud. Um, I have been hiding a little bit because of some of the issues that I briefly <laughs> touched on. Um, but I, I have noticed that when I do post more about running, other women do get inspired you know, regardless of what their body image is like or what fitness level they're at. And they hit me up and then some of them I've seen start to run. So I think um, I will start posting a little more proud because we do inspire each other just yep. as we are. Right. You don't have to be on the front cover of a magazine. You inspire people around you. Yep. That's a fact. Yep. As for me, I'm not really going to change anything I do just because I don't think that there's a need to like, I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna race as often as I can stomach, but let's see. Oh, my laptop wants to die 27 minutes. I guess I should play <laughs> so I don't cut off. Um, but I'm still going to race so that people can see my face so that I still have presence. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm still going to support any other woman that I see out there. I'm still going to uplift newer runners, older runners, and still maintain my humility because at any given moment, my talents, my speed can be taken away from me. So I do not ever take it for granted. Like literally just sent a text message or rather like a DM just now. Homegirl ran 20 minutes for two miles. I'm like, yo, that shit is great. You don't run. That's amazing. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. good that's amazing. So it's just like, I just want to do my best to uplift people. And as I like to say, aspire to inspire. If I could make one person better and just be active and not necessarily a runner, but just take more of an account for their health, I'll be a better person. And in all honesty, I don't even know how, when it can even happen. Like you talk about starting a program, um, a program like a running program for like students at some point I would genuinely like to maybe coach like high school students and I mean even though they can be jerks at times I know that I I was like my assistant coach from high school she still looks at us like we're her babies even though we grown as hell but it's just like that kind of interpersonal relationship with someone who actually cares for you and shows you something new like again just helping people like I really want to give people something that I probably wish that I got like just something new altogether but it's just uplift 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 we don't we don't need no crabs in a barrel I just like my crab grilled 
<laughs> I prefer mines with garlic butter, but heard you. <laughs> nah, those are, no, those are great. Those are great um, final thoughts. For me, um, my responsibility has always been obviously self, you know, I put it on myself. It's to just always contribute to every space I'm in. So I have a big thing about holistic wellness. I think that we need to be healthy, mind, body, and spirit. I think sometimes we get so hard on ourselves, especially those of us that are marathoners, like we get so hard into training that we forget to take care of like our, our spiritual wellness. We can really talk bad to ourselves when we're training and shit is not going the way it's going or if we have a bad race. You know, so when I'm encouraging people to be active and be healthy, I also want to make sure and, you know, and hold myself accountable because I, I do it too. I'm just as guilty as everybody else, you know, of talking bad to myself. I want to make sure that I'm also pouring in positivity, you know, to myself, to other people and to other spaces. I just, I feel like that is probably my largest responsibility as somebody that people look to for, for advice and, and, you know, suggestions and the fact that people reach out to me and say, oh, you know, I started running because I saw you running and, you know, people have joined my run crew just because they saw me running and stuff like that. So I feel like a real obligation to make sure that as strong as I encourage people to be physical and be active and be healthy, that I also am like on people to make sure that they're, you know, their mental and, and spiritual wellness is, is just as important. So with that being said, I had a fucking blast. Yes. <laughs> yes. Y'all this was were great, Tasha. Thank you for having me. Yes, and it was so great to meet you and talk to you, Betsy. I'm going to be stalking you on Instagram. <laughs> Feel free. Feel free. So before, yeah. <laughs> before I let you ladies go, I want to talk to you a little bit afterwards. I, I had a blast with y'all. I'm so glad that y'all had time. We were able to do this. I love people that keep it unfiltered like myself. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope y'all had a good time. Please leave your comments. Subscribe to the YouTube page. Subscribe to the podcast on Spotify and Apple. If you have a topic you want me to discuss, by all means, drop it. Be clear. It's going to be unfiltered. Might not be the version of the topic you want, but I will gladly discuss it. And until next time, y'all have a good one. Disrespected person in America is the black woman. The most unprotected woman, uh, person in America is the black woman. The most neglected person in America is the black woman.